This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Dean is gone and Sam's got a dog. I'm a werewolf. A werewolf. Look, calm down, I'm a werewolf. What the heck is going on? This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single boring episode of Supernatural Season 8 <laughs> for the second week in a row, Chris. Uh, like, I think this, I just, boy, was this episode kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that this episode gets better as it goes, and I think that it has some strengths, but overall, extremely boring also 220 minutes long i don't know if it says that anywhere yeah yeah i know i know netflix said it was only like 41 minutes Mm -hmm. but it definitely felt it's a it's a bug in their system it definitely goes over two hours it it crosses (laughs) that three hour line it just never looks back easily the longest episode of supernatural um we're gonna be talking about that a little bit more but first thank you to the patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week um if you are not a patron now is a good time to do so we are releasing tons of exclusive content just for our lovely patrons of which there are 69 chris which kind of makes me yeah yeah so either uh we need like we need to bump that up to 420 or just leave it Mm -hmm. to 69 forever so help Mm -hmm. us get to 420 everybody that'll be a new weird goal for us that's our new goal (laughs) uh and i specifically want to call out ashley as one of our new patrons so thank you ashley thank you um chris what catch us up on season eight so far and see if i can stay awake during this okay last time on supernatural the ultimate athlete, Brick Holmes, <laughs> sacrificed hearts to a mind god for centuries until at long last he ended up at the mercy of Dean and sports superfan Sam Winchester. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dean struggles to cope with his return from the war zone that was purgatory, and Sam struggles with his desire to retire from hunting with the woman he met while Dean was gone. Castiel is still missing in action, and the boys still have no lead on the location of Kevin, but hey, at least they took care of that heart-eating football player. <laughs> Oof. finally um so yeah this is going to be um season eight episode four it's called bitten it was written mm-hmm. by robbie thompson and directed by thomas j wright it aired on october 24th 2012 uh in big huge capital letters and i put this in the patreon discord because uh, i thought this was so funny uh the tagline of this episode is a unique episode of supernatural uh and by saying that CW, you're kind of implying that none of the episodes are unique. And I realize we're on season eight, but you can't just be direct with that bullshit. You have to, <laughs> you have to pretend like you like your own show. Uh, Sam and Dean investigate a bizarre murder in a college town. Close on the tail of their suspect, they bust into an apartment to find two dead bodies and a laptop queued up to some disturbing video footage. The footage begins with Brian, Mike, and Kate hearing about an unusual animal attack in their town and the rest of the story is revealed through their eyes sam and dean become unknowing participants in a unique student film that's right everybody this is the found footage episode uh i feel like this trend in movies has already come and gone like i feel like Mm -hmm. we don't get found footage movies anymore and chris no outside of like the blair witch project which uh i wasn't a particularly huge fan of what's your favorite found footage movie do you think do you have one um I, I probably could have answered that question a couple of years ago when I was really into watching every horror movie that came onto Netflix. I don't think that there are very many good found footage movies, but I like them a lot. And Jess always makes fun of me for this. I like found footage horror movies because it's 
if I'm not paying attention, or that's that's a bad way to, to start that. If I, I can trick myself into into buying in a little bit more when it's filmed in that way. Uh, even when I'm watching a really great horror movie, when I think about how well crafted and, and well filmed something is, sometimes I'm like, oh, right, it's a movie. But when it's filmed on a shaky cam and it looks awful for like two seconds, I might be able to convince my brain that like this could be something that really happened. And it doesn't really work for me anymore. But like in my early 20s, that was kind of what pushed me to keep watching those movies. I guess. Other than the Blair Witch Project, the first Paranormal Activity is a pretty good movie. Um, the first time you watch it, I thought. I but, actually um, went um, through, like, uh, we had a house guest for a little while, and uh, she stayed with us for like a month. Um, and she was kind of in between moving and all this other stuff. And um, Autumn was out of town quite a bit during this process. Uh, so me and my house guest ended up watching, uh, she was a big horror movie fan. She had never seen any of the paranormal activities and really wanted to. And I'd seen the first one, but not, not any of the sequels. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm always up for like weird horror movies. So we, over the course of maybe a few days, went through like, I think there were four or five of them at the time. Yeah, <laughs> and, there's quite uh, a few. I've seen them all, I'm pretty sure. That, uh, they, they, go, they, they got some interesting lore up in those, in those, in those movies. <laughs> kinda, they really kinda, do. I kind of into it. Uh, I, I feel like those movies get worse as they go on, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite found footage movie is not a particularly great movie. Uh, and it's one I've talked about on the podcast before in the outtakes. It's the Poughkeepsie tapes. Um, oh yeah. I actually watched that not too long ago. It, uh, it's, it's the kind of the, a weird combination of found footage and straight up like documentary style. And it's, like the production values are so low that it's it's never once ever fooled anybody into believing anything. No. Uh, but although it, it fooled my friends in high school because we really? were all teenagers who didn't know anybody. Well, I th- I knew it was fake because I was the one who like found the movie. Um, but a lot of my friends were like, "Whoa, is this real?" Because when you're young, you're just like, "Are you won't believe anything?" <laughs> I remember people feeling that way or talking about that like with Blair Witch. Like Blair Witch had that oh, yeah. weird that Dude, weird. When I uh, saw Blair Witch. I thought it was real. It was somebody really it was bizarre. years later I, I didn't see that movie when it came out i saw it years later and i was still i was only like 16 and somebody I was about to saying say, like, i was young when that movie came out so you had to yeah, be yeah. like a tadpole you had to be an itch right. in your daddy's pants i was an itch in my daddy's pants uh and i just remember like my older sisters had been like really scared when they saw it and then me years later being like i'm not going in to watch this and necessarily be scared but the person i was watching it with was just like very matter of fact they're like oh yeah this is real and I, for whatever reason, was just at a stage where I didn't question it. I was like, oh, shit. No, I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was always fake. They're like, no, it's real. I was like, oh, sweet. All right, let's watch this movie. <laughs> and then I just believed it for like a couple hours. And then I was like, no, that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really funny to me because uh, it, it's it's weird to me that you said you talked about this in terms of uh, your the amount of buy-in, like the, the mm-hmm. kind of letting yourself get immersed into the to the story. Found footage movies always pull me out because I always get to that point. And I will, I'm going to apologize in advance because I, this is something I'm going to bring up throughout the coverage of this particular episode of Supernatural. But uh, I always wonder, like, why the hell these people are still holding a camera? Right. And the more or why they like edit it in such a suspenseful way, like yeah. just show us the facts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why? Why did you decide to edit it in such a way to not tell anything? Um, and that's that's definitely going to be the case here where uh, like our. Our, our remaining character literally sits down in a pool of blood and just starts editing in Final Cut Pro, I guess, and just makes a video <laughs> for Sam and Dean. Um, but it's it's just one of those things, and it's the more like as they, especially as they start showing them like setting up cameras and things like that. Uh, it's just any any found footage movie does this, and it it's always kind of irks me about like why 
why do you still have the camera in your hands? Like, mm-hmm. none of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe why I like the Poughkeepsie tape so much, because all of the found footage sections of that movie make sense. And, like, there are times where, through the serial killer's eyes, you're seeing him, like, struggle while he holds the camera and, like, tries to strangle somebody at the same time. Like, and I kind of like the idea of that being... Like, it makes sense. Like, it's just, you know, I don't, obviously it doesn't make sense to strangle someone and record yourself while doing it, but it makes, it, it, like, within the structure of the story, it makes sense. Right. So, uh, right. yeah. So, yeah, this so, is, uh, this is going to be a weird episode because they, 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 they lean into the, the found footage stuff so hard and our boys are barely in it. Mm-hmm. That's always a bummer to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said many times, I love seeing them from different perspectives, but we don't get to see enough of them. Like, the Ghost Facers episode is a, basically a found footage movie because oh yeah i guess it is yeah i mean it's set up like a ghost hunting show but it does like five ten minutes before sam and dean show up but then sam and dean are a part of it the whole time this it's just little snippets throughout and where this episode fails because the whole this whole werewolf in a college town thing works really well for me i i like this idea um i like the found footage attempt. There's a lot of little things I like about this, but I didn't like the characters. Like Kate starts to become slightly more interesting towards the end. Um, and even Michael becomes more interesting, but I, from the beginning, disliked Brian, who's sort of like our, our lead in to this whole premise. I disliked him so much from the get go that I couldn't really like connect with these characters. And, and that's what, that's what shut me off. Every time Sam and Dean showed up, I was like, hell frickin' yeah. And then it would, like, they'd be gone in two seconds. I'd be like, God damn it. Man, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm also very, very proud of you that you went and, uh, between last night and tonight, have looked up all of the uh, names of these characters and not just referring to them as the handsome one or the yeah. geek boy. Or- By the end of the episode, I had I had secured all of the names. But for, for most of this, I called the girl Hufflepuff because she wore like black and yellow once. Yep. Um, there was Blonde okay. Boy, there was Geek Boy, there was Slytherin, again, yep. staying on brand there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, uh, I couldn't be bothered. But eventually the names become clear. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start out and, uh, we have like a, for whatever reason, this, this episode, I guess because it's college themed, uh, is just loaded with indie rock. <laughs> like I feel like mm-hmm. someone's trying to, mm-hmm. uh, either break my heart or make me fall in love throughout this episode yeah. as these songs same get thing. played. It's the same thing when you're okay, in college. Sure. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but this, this kind of, you know, all, all indie, I, I hate to say it, like a lot of this stuff all sounds the same to me. I can't tell you. Is this popular? Like, is this, or this was this like I a, don't know what this song is. So. Okay. I didn't recognize any of the music in it, so I'm just going to think that it's all the same song and it was written by Sam. I think it is all the same song. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Prove us wrong, internet. <laughs> Prove us wrong and you can reach us at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> this indie song plays over uh, our kind of a, a a video, not a video, but like a scene of carnage as this, this mm-hmm. house uh, is just wrecked beyond repair. There's blood all over the walls and everywhere. Sam and Dean bust in like they're on the job and uh, Dean immediately goes, clears upstairs while Sam clears the downstairs. Uh, and as Dean comes down, they notice a laptop sitting on the table and it says, uh, play me. And so they open a video on the computer um and it sh- has the words this should have never ended this way yeah and uh it, that's where we go from th- that and then we just forget about sam and dean for what feels like our, 180 our of, the, of the 220 movies 220 yeah. minutes of this of this it's so it's a full feature like film um although i did i did want to mention because we haven't i don't think we brought it up yet the new supernatural splash screen um is 
Last season, it was the what the Leviathan. They had the black smoke. Goo. Before yeah, like that, it was stuff. the breaking glass, or like the breaking ice, or yep. whatever. I actually mm-hmm. really like that one a lot. Uh, this season, it's um, sort of like the Enochian symbols or whatever, like this glowing orange gold looking thing, like something it's with a ta- the tablet. It's a tablet writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think these always look really cool. Season two or something is like corny. It has like crows, Kong, whatever. Like I always like these. <laughs> Hey, at least there's never one with a clown or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> just thankfully. Bust, hey. um, so they start this video, and it starts and what is presumably the douchiest way possible. And it's this scene is just made me. I just don't care for it at all. Yeah, it's uh, just like dudes in a coffee shop being. Literally, all I wrote was like they're being annoying and they're being weird. They're filming each other, like showing off. You can tell one is like the jockier, kind of more confident one, mm-hmm. and the other one's the quieter, geekier kid who's behind the camera most of the time he's talking about the film that he wants to make um the michael we're gonna learn their their characters names michael is the the beefier dude he takes the the camera from brian and he starts filming the people in the coffee shop he's just filming this girl and like zooming in on her and being really creepy and then she gets up and calls them out and for some reason she has her own camera and they're all film buffs and then cut to later that night and uh kate who's the girl from the coffee shop and michael the the jock dude the buff dude they have just hooked up and for some reason brian geek boy was just like filming everything happening yeah and this is again like this chick showing up with her own camera and kind of flirting back after they were like kind of relatively rudely filming some stranger in public don't do this by the way this mm-hmm. is not a cool thing to do mm-hmm. um it's I, I, oh, man it's just like why and like the, the scene where she like walks out of the, the yeah room and, and, and brian's just rolling his webcam with his roommate's door right behind him so like yeah it's super, like you were clearly you just got audio on that you yeah. freaking pervert <laughs> what are you doing why do you why are you recording your your, your roommate having sex i mean i guess maybe it's college i didn't go to college i don't know maybe this is what you do presumably not though i don't i don't i never have it i haven't heard this before so no um, i don't know uh then we just sort of like this is where they're establishing you know we get snippets of their like annoying little college life um them going to, to coffee shops, the same place, you know, talking about film, talking about their dreams for the future, what they want to be, Where like you Brian is, be in five years. Yeah, I had, I don't never legit never had. I I hung out in college. I lived in college for a while. Nobody ever talked about any of this shit. Everybody was just like, "Fuck, I have a final in two weeks. Like, what am I gonna do?" Um, <laughs> I mean, I lived on a college campus for a while, and uh, but I didn't go to the school. But it was, you know, it's the biggest party school in Louisiana, maybe even the South, and. Uh, it was just that it was just kind of a nonstop party all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we, mm-hmm. our house was close enough to the bars that hey, the bars would shut down and it's come back to Jeremy, John and Mike's. And right. you know, it was, it was, it was not a good time. It was a great time in my life. When I look back, I'm like, how did I survive this? How there were, See, there were I wasn't 15 even, people smoking I wasn't even like, in my living room. Possible. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even a partier back then. I was like really into the Smiths, but even my group weren't like, what, what's the future hold for us? It was still just like, fuck, but we have finals. <laughs> like, nobody is happy ever. Uh, maybe I went to the wrong school. I don't know. Uh, but it's just a lot of them hanging out and being wistful and talking about things. Um, I thought there was going to be something interesting here because um, the... Because uh, it was Michael, an episode of TV that's usually interesting, but this yeah, has not been so far. <laughs> Michael was reading a newspaper called Weekly World News, which I think Sam and Dean have said that they work for in the past. Um, and the front cover says, your doctor could be an alien. Um 
and I paused it so many times on that newspaper to see if it said anything else of interest that I couldn't pull anything out. I was hoping there would be some reference to something other than just weekly world news, which we've heard before, but yeah, no, there's nothing. Um, um, the most notable thing here is that uh, Brian, or excuse me, Michael, God, they even have like generic names. I'm not going to. Yeah, they I'm, sure freaking do. Uh, Michael falls asleep in one of their classes, and uh, while oh, yeah. uh, Brian is for some reason filming this class, uh, he zooms in on the professor's uh, kind of shirt, and he's got this weird looking pin. Um, and I, it's probably a symbol. I didn't. I didn't look up the the symbol or whatever. I, I was. I was just. God, I didn't want this episode to last a minute longer than 220 minutes that I had to live through. <laughs> So yeah, that's just a little foreshadowing from what's going to happen later. Yeah, which is great that you brought that up because I didn't even make a note of it at the time. Because like, who knows what even matters in this episode? Sure, yeah. On on their way outside, uh, they're kind of having this conversation, and some preps come over. Like they kind of rush past them, freaking preps, some Slytherin preps, and like kind of knock over uh, Michael and Michael steps, and then the other guy is just like, "All right, I gotta go. There's someone has been attacked or whatever." so they just got i just i love that there's like a prep versus i guess this is supposed to be like the nerd the cool crew or whatever i don't i don't know what this is supposed to be Um, i don't know who they're supposed to be it's just like nobody at in my experience there was no casual beef like this in college nobody gives a shit shit. i don't like everyone is too busy (laughs) they just want to survive or or die like that's the two modes you have in college either i'm dying or i'm surviving uh so they they follow these preps over to uh, this murder scene where we uh, the police has got everything cordoned off. There's a body underneath the sheet, and the Impala pulls up. We very yeah, rarely, like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah, we very rarely get to see the the Impala, uh, or maybe or maybe it's just been so long. Like season seven, we didn't have the Impala for so much of it. Maybe it's still just, ex- or maybe I was just really excited for something interesting to happen. Um, <laughs> But they, seeing this Impala pull up, I got super happy about it. And, uh, of course, Sam and they Dean They pull up, there. like, right up to the caution tape for the crime scene. They put the hood of the car, is just pushing into that tape, and these boys bust out of there looking like golden gods. They uh, they immediately insult the, the local police guy, which uh, they're going to do this con- every time they see him in the episode, which I think is very funny. Like, oh, well, we, you know, you're still here? Oh, if we, you would just do your job. We wouldn't have to be, like, that kind of thing. And yeah. I just, this fucking cracks me up. Uh so they uh they they basically get filled in. We find out that the this guy has some, was some sort of weird animal attack or whatever, and he was you know just a couple of doors down from Brian's apartment, where is the which is their home base, which is where him mm-hmm. Michael live, and then Kate is basically kind of half moved in at this point. Yeah. Um. Presumably, she just lives there because like she never like goes home and shit hits the fan. Do you think like call mom and dad? Maybe like <laughs> get out of this situation. Things are getting pretty bad, but no, it's fine. Um. So, yeah, that's really all we see of Sam and Dean for now. It's just like, hey, there was an animal attack. Um, Brian's neighbor was killed. Baby, okay. come back. <laughs> yeah. I just want um, Sam and Dean in this episode so much, and they're, they're just not. Uh, instead, we get even more, like, this dude comes out of the bathroom brushing his teeth while holding a video camera and recording yeah. the, the, the chick. He just, like, constantly records his friends kissing. Yeah. I don't get it. It's, it's so weird. It's not Why good. would you just, like, I know that you are f- so deeply in love with this girl who has barely talked to you outside of, like, a 
courteous uh, hello because she's dating your roommate. But Brian is so fucking in love with her and he won't stop filming her making out with his best friend. And it's so creepy and weird and I don't like it. I don't like watching them kiss. So uh, in the middle of the kiss that makes Chris extremely uncomfortable, uh, they uh, <laughs> this dude, D- Brian, and reminds Michael like, hey, you told me you'd come and, and help me do some stuff for my film. And Michael tells hey, his girlfriend. Hey, you told me you'd stop filming <laughs> Meanwhile, I kiss my girlfriend. Uh, Michael says, well, you know, he has to tell his girlfriend, like, hey, I told him I would do this. I need to. You know that he doesn't have anyone else to help him with this. Like, it's, Brian is, um, they keep, he keeps calling himself Piggy uh, in the in the story. Okay, yeah, they finally reveal, like, Piggy is in, like, Lord of the Flies, Piggy. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the, because uh, that's what the professor was teaching at, during the, when, oh, okay. when Michael went to sleep. Like, I read the- that when I was 16, not in college, but hey. Yeah, I I would assume that that was high school material, but maybe they're doing a, a, an in-depth dive. Who knows? Um, Who knows? But uh, so Michael, I mean Brian doesn't. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna get their names confused. Um, the Geek Boy doesn't really have very many friends, and uh, this scene is so bizarre to me. Uh, this they they're outside. It's nighttime. Uh, Brian sees a tree and says, "That's a cool tree," which I believe is a line in the sh- in the show. I'm not making that up. That's a cool tree, and then starts trying to climb it while getting his friend to film him hanging upside. Like, what are you doing? What is what is this? What is any know, of man. this? Why are, why am I watching this? I don't fucking know. In a way, it's like okay, that's true to life. How like college kids are because like they're just teens, and you're just a fucking idiot. You're like, I'm just gonna climb that tree. Just film me climbing this tree because like. I don't know what else to do, but I don't want to see the episode of Supernatural. Um, and I get that, like part of the whole found footage uh, genre is showing you banal things up until the point where it starts beginning uh, becoming something else, and that's what brings this, this the the kind of fear and it. That's the dread that you feel because right. you know you're there to watch something, like something's going to happen. Um, I feel like they just forgot to make anything happen. Instead, just showed us all the parts where we get to know all of their shitty personalities. <laughs> the only thing that we've learned so far is that, like, Brian doesn't have any friends. Yes. And, like, Michael is, like, kind of nice because he doesn't care about this film shit at all, but, like, still goes along and does it with him because he knows that Brian has nobody else to do it with. Yes. That's, that's, that's all we got. That's really it. Fortunately, Sam and Dean are there, so they sneak up beside Sam and oh. Dean to, to record them. Uh and it's Sam and Dean were basically were interviewing somebody and then they're kind of arguing. Dean is insisting that there's a case here. Sam is saying that there isn't. And Dean says, no, there is. You're just rusty. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know why, but like Dean just casually bid like, yeah, you didn't do this for a long time. So you've forgotten how to do it, even though you've done it for your entire life. Like Dean, yeah. you also didn't investigate any cases when you were in purgatory for the last <laughs> year. Like, I know you were chasing yeah. monsters, but what the fuck, man? What's your problem? You weren't doing any research and <laughs> pretending to be a cop. <laughs> Um, yeah, was there much need for your FBI badges in Purgatory, <laughs> Dean? <laughs> but it's like that doesn't really like establish anything for Sam and Dean. They're just sort of there, and we get to see that. Yep, Sam and Dean are still arguing. Um, Michael thinks that it's some sort of office romance vibe or something. Um, but before they can do anything interesting with the boys, uh, they spot. I assume the prep Slytherin boy yes, yes. Um, who bumped into them earlier and he's just like full on 
it looks like he's assaulting a girl behind some bleachers. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He's like making out with her and it very quickly turns bad. And she like pushes him off and runs away from him. And my immediate thought here was like, oh, he's the werewolf, right? Yes, he's, absolutely. he's the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not correct. I also, I thought either he's the werewolf or this dude is about to get killed on the video because he's a, like, they're showing us that he's a jackass. So we're going to, we're going to glory in, in his death. Like it's going to be a good time. Um, but no, that was not true. <laughs> Instead, uh, the guy spies Michael and Brian filming him during all of this and then chases them. Uh, Brian just runs straight off. Michael says, you know, meet me at such and such, like trying to like meet me at so-and-so later on. And uh, this preppy Slytherin turns around and starts chasing Michael. And this is when we get our full-on Blair Witch, uh, you know, infra- not infrared. What are they called? The uh, night vision mode? Night vision? Yeah. Just night vision. I thought there was a word for it, though. I don't know. Who knows? But we get our full-on, like, green skin, uh, dark vignette running through the woods. Yeah, I didn't really know what was happening here, because there's just, like, running, and, like, Slytherin Boy has nothing to do with any of this, really. No, not nothing at all. Yeah. Then Michael gets bit by something. We don't really see it, but there's some chaos, and he gets bit, and he has a big wound, and he's, like, freaking out. Um, yeah. (laughs) Sure, yeah, I... This is this is another problem I have with found footage movies. Is it's it kind of makes me queasy to watch when they do stuff like this. Like if they start mm-hmm. twirling that camera around a lot and like making it, it's just it's just not fun for me to watch. Uh, I, I wish I had more jokes. I feel like this. <laughs> I feel like we need to be funnier <laughs> in this episode because goddamn, this is this is kind of a drag. They bring him home. The younger dude finds him. Uh, Brian finds him. Brings him home, but mysteriously the bite has already healed itself. And of course dun, the dun, girlfriend's dun, dun. a little uh, freaked out about about it. Um. But they very quickly learn that now he has super strength and he can yeah. lift things, uh, including his girlfriend with one hand. Yeah. Uh, hey, babe, let me pick you up with one hand. Yeah, sure. Can you imagine that conversation? Like, try to picture yourself saying, hey, Jess, let me pick you up. Like, th- think of it, like, text her right now and ask her, hey, well, the next time we get together, can I just pick you up over my head? She would just be like, uh, no. No. <laughs> no. You can't? First off, you can't. Second off, may you? No. You know, you may not. No. <laughs> <laughs> not possible uh and this this inspires this kid brian to uh he's going to make the subject of his student film which he's been kind of questioning uh he's going to make it the life of michael essentially and he starts setting up cameras all over the house which the, in girl- the bathroom there's one in the bathroom definitely one it's in weird. the bathroom that's and you know th- that's not cool <laughs> Like not cool. I mean, and Kate comes over and rightfully is like, "What the hell, dude? This is kind of an invasion of privacy." But but th- they keep it there. But they just leave it. So yeah, because you got to get that student film footage. Because this is supposed to be Michael's origin story. This is um, this is uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl or whatever. Um, this is going to be the big hit yeah. that that mm. Brian knows is going to make his career. At this point, I think is when, uh, or a little bit later, Brian comes over to Michael and basically says, um, "Hey." Now that you have super strength, uh, I also want super strength. Let's go back out in the woods and see if whatever bit you will bite me so that I can have super strength, which is the weirdest fucking thing. It sucks. And it I get it. Sucks. This kid sucks. This kid sucks. But he, you know, <laughs> he freaking sucks. And he actually says, I don't want to be piggy anymore. And like, you know, the guys, or, you know, Michael is being a pretty decent dude here. He's like, you're not He's like, piggy. dude, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, yeah like, you're, you're fine. You're a good dude. Yeah. Stop. Which is not true. He sucks. Just true. He does suck. Um... <laughs> 
but they they're interrupted by this with sam and dean knocking at the door uh and a real funny i think one of the best jokes on here that they don't really call attention to is michael running for his giant bong and like taking it into the other room (laughs) and then after sam and dean leave he comes back holding the giant bong still i don't i don't know why that cracks me up so much but that's one of the like they never call attention to it he just grabs the (laughs) bong and runs and like i very specifically remember times in my life where like someone like oh my dad is here you got to get this bong out of the way like oh yeah. okay <laughs> where am i gonna go and then just go put a bong in my bedroom like on the top shelf in the closet be like i hope that doesn't spill bong water everywhere everybody <laughs> that's how that's how bad this episode is chris like i'm mm-hmm. more amused by the adventures of bong than i am <laughs> anything else in this, in this episode Definitely. um so yeah Dean, they show up they ask Brian if he knows anything about about the murder, um, about what happened um, to his neighbor. Um, Brian says he doesn't know anything, but Sam says, I, I feel like it's interesting, I, I'll have to say this, it is interesting to sort of see it from the other side. We always see Sam and Dean asking people something. They close the door on them. The two brothers, they turn and they look at each other. They, they kind of like shrug and then, well, and then they, they say, what do you think? Uh, one of those conversations. But we're getting all of that from the outside perspective of, of Brian looking out and be like, no, I haven't seen anything. And then Sam is sort of imploring with, call us, no matter how late, giving him his you know business card or whatever. Uh, and then they run around, or Brian runs around the, the corner to look out the window with the camera and sees Sam and Dean discussing how, once again, they could be dealing with another Mayan god. Because, as we all know, Brick Holmes is a big part of Sam's life and he can't just let the shit go. Uh, he's hoping that Brick is still out there somewhere. Uh, he just can't let go yet. Uh, because obviously Brick Holmes was taking people's hearts and eating them and werewolves do the same thing. So there's a little bit of confusion here. And Sam is just, he's, I'm fucking living on a prayer, man. My fantasy league was perfect and now Brick Holmes is gone. <laughs> now I'm just, now I'm just going to be wrecked. Nick Kroll is going to own me and I don't want to, I don't want to have that stupid statue. Uh, they actually they sneak out and film Sam saying that uh, it's a it's a Mayan god, which Brian then shows to uh, Michael and Kate later, and Michael like literally just loves this shit. He's like, "Yes, absolutely, I am a god now," and just kind of yeah, rolls with yeah. it. And when he wakes up in the middle of the night, uh, Michael, <laughs> this this fucking scene, he wakes up, he pulls the covers off of himself and his girl, his sleeping girlfriend, picks up the camera, turns it on, points it at his sleeping girlfriend for a little while, and then says, oh, I'm hungry, that's why I woke up, and he goes to the, liver, it goes to the kitchen with the camera, and films yeah. himself eating all of their leftovers, and yeah. man, they have so many leftovers. So many leftovers, I feel like, I, it's, it's shocking, a shocking amount of leftovers, I know college kids are living off leftovers, but like, you're living off leftovers, you don't just have a fridge full, like, jam-packed full of food for you to eat at any point in time. It's like they went um, to the leftover store instead of the grocery store. It was imagine like, just waking up and, like, feeling funny and being like, I better document this for my friend's documentary. <laughs> like, make sure I get all this on camera. I'm gonna go eat a lot. Oh, man, um, it's in the middle of the night and I'm feeling kind of peckish. Let me grab the video camera and see what we have in the fridge. Like, that's just such a weird thing to me. And weird. I know they're they flipping like, to the cameras that this dude has mounted uh, throughout the house. Like, they flip over to that so we get the top-down view of him eating at the kitchen table, but... He still picked up the camera and pointed at his sleeping girlfriend for a little while before going like, oh yeah, I woke up because I was hungry. Let me go get some nosh. Yeah. Is this where he then heads to the bathroom to like look in the mirror and then, oh yeah, yeah. So he starts being super psyched. He's filming himself. He goes into the bathroom and he's just looking in the mirror saying that he's a god. But that's, he's got this really weird energy. I'm like, well, what are you, what's going on here? Um, but then his eyes start to change. 
and then we see him like very much grow fangs um and then we see like claws protruding from his fingers and this is it's a subtle effect and it worked for me um I think werewolves and supernatural. We've only seen a couple werewolves and supernatural. They've never been like over the top or anything. It always was just the eyes, teeth, and the claws. So it's not like he gets really hairy or anything. He doesn't become Teen Wolf, but there's just this like subtle change. Uh, but instead of like freaking out, he just well, this is yeah. He, I think he then does all the ravenous eating and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But then he just like goes. He goes to the store. And, we'll catch up with him in just a minute. He just literally no, he goes punches to the, the store. mirror and then he goes and strokes his girlfriend's face. Oh, that's uh, right. That's I forgot about that scene with the with the creepy. Then scene. inexplicably, we cut over to Slither and Prep Boy and his prep friends. Yes, and mm-hmm. they're like monster hunter vigilantes as in like the woods, being like, <laughs> "We're going to catch the these things." Is <laughs> Draco and the boys? We're like, "We're out here. We're about to catch." Uh, whatever monsters doing this, let's go clean up these streets, boys. And he names all of his crew, and they all give like cool hand signs. Like these guys are the fucking man, each and every one of them. Um, this is very like YouTube. Why are they filming? Why are they vigilante monster hunters? They're, Who are this, these people? This is their YouTube channel, right? Like this is their YouTube channel. This is what they were doing. This is they're going to be the next Lonely Island or the next. Uh, the next lonely island. I don't, I don't know. Wait, as who, the kids say, who did skits on the internet? I know Donald Glover did skits on the some YouTube channel too. Like they, he was doing that. That was literally it. like fifteen years ago. <laughs> that wasn't 2012. <laughs> I'm really surprised by this. This is new information. I was a freshman in high school when like Bro Chill whatever came out with Donald Glover. Um. Yeah, this is this is really stupid dumb. And they're carrying around uh sports equipment. Like one has a baseball bat, one has a hockey stick, one has a uh, like a cricket racket. Like what like, are you Why were they filming it? How do we have access to their footage? How did how did the girl get the footage? You're absolutely how right. How do we have access to this footage? Because at the end she's the one that compiles all of this and sits in a pile a pool of blood and, and edits this down in Final Cut Pro for Sam and D to check out, <laughs> including all the music cues and everything. So how does she get access to this camera? That's a good question. Um, fascinating that's a man that's a i like that so what ends up happening this was the this was the most jarring part of it it's like literally like uh yo what up it's me your boy draco i'm with crab i'm with goyle i'm with uh fish sticks you know them uh, as the boys bobby six you know we the boys ho 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 uh we out here we're about to uh clean these streets up we're gonna protect everybody you know how we do out here with our baseball bats hitting monsters it's no big deal yo my Uh, boy got a cricket racket right there y'all cricket racket (laughs) (laughs) and then for some reason michael shows up yes and he's like i don't know if he's like still wolfing out or whatever um he shows up he shows up with groceries he, he got up in the middle of the night then went to the into right. the leftover that's store right. to go buy more leftovers to eat <laughs> and uh the the slytherin prep comes up and is like or traco comes up and is basically like hey man what are you doing out here wait till are, my father hears about this <laughs> i'm gonna tell snape and uh and harry potter aka michael just you know like hey man not tonight you know don't mess with me tonight i'm i'm, I'm just out here trying to get some leftovers <laughs> Kind of wolf it out right now, bro. You better take it easy. <laughs> and uh, and then it, it just cuts, right? Like it just kind of like there's a scuffle I know, about I guess, to happen. Like, I guess Michael like runs away really fast. He's just far away or something. And then I think okay, so Scott is Draco's name, uh, and and Scott starts talking some shit. Oh, that's right. About Draco Kate. starts talking about Hermione. I forgot about that. Part. Yeah, yeah. And um, and obviously Harry's not having. Any, any of that, of that. Yeah. basically saying I'll, i can show her money and her mud blood self a you know a good time show her what a real wizard can do that those kind of insults and, uh, 
uh, hands and the and the handsome dude just kind of rolls out. He's like, "I'm out of here. I got I got to leave." Um, and then uh, the prep dude Draco actually chases him for a little while, and then uh, Michael springs out of the bushes and attacks him. And then just uh, immediately we go to Brian and Michael. No, excuse me, Brian and Kate having this conversation where he's like, "Aren't you a little scared of him?" And she's like, "Yeah, but to tell you the truth, it turns me on." And then Michael just shows up covered in blood from the mouth down. You tell what she says at Brian is like so fucking mad. He's oh, like, oh, he's so. Uh, oh man, uh, uh, I can't believe that my my buddy has super super sex with my, the girl of my dreams that I've known for five extra minutes or something. If anybody could relate to this werewolf super sex, it's Sam. You would think, right? Uh, this this showing up with the blood uh, kind of prompts a fight between Michael and Brian, and it comes out that um, I think it comes out here that Brian um, killed Scott. Yeah, well, I mean, like first off, we see him in the shower, like just trying to get all the blood off of him, and they're filming that too. Like they get stick a fucking Very camera normal. in there. Very normal, super normal. Uh, and then we Michael and Brian get into this fight, and I think it's here that it's revealed that Michael or Brian asked him to bite him at some point. Hmm. Or maybe that was maybe that's not till later. But uh, they get into this fight. Brian is very uncomfortable with all all of these things that are happening because they're not happening to him essentially. And uh, we see Kate comforting her her werewolf boyfriend, and as he's crying on top of her lap, which is also very very Sam and Winchester method acting there. I like that oh, a lot. Definitely, definitely. But if, but of course, of course, this dude is filming it, which makes it very fucking weird. Super, everything he does gets he just gets weirder and, and weirder. Like I get that you have a crush on a girl who's dating your friend. Get over yourself. Mm. Being a werewolf isn't going to change anything. He thinks he's just going to fucking become a werewolf and get laid. Well, it's not that simple. Okay, you have to meet Sam Winchester first. Oh man, and we we completely uh, skipped over the part. This is relatively early on in their relationship where Brian tells Kate, "You know, he's really not into lenses, right?" As if to, <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, yeah I know, yeah, but, you know, he doesn't really but care I like about the cameras." D- and she's like, "Yeah, I don't fucking care. I'd like him for <laughs> him being a human and not for the shit that he's into." You fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not into exactly the same things that I'm into because that's what not ugh, ugh, Brian. Brian, please. Um, so, uh, at this point, the girlfriend, Kate and Michael team up to try to track down these FBI people because they think the FBI knows something. Uh, they track Dean down where Dean is interviewing a coroner and the coroner is basically telling him like, Hey, it's an animal attack. That's really all I can tell you. Like that, it seems, Mm -hmm. that seems real weird. Uh, when Sam shows up and Sam has found another case just like this from 10 years ago, same exact MO. But it was not mm-hmm. during, more importantly, it was not during um, the, full the, the full moon. It was just, you know, average moon. Time. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. Uh, and then Dean's like, yeah, the, you know, corner says it's an animal attack, but the only animal they have around here, like the biggest thing they have around here is a raccoon. So, like, you know, all signs point to werewolf or, you know, monster. Um, at this point, Brian shows up having and tells them that he, uh, he traced their GPS on their phones. Uh, Chris, this is one of my least favorite tropes in, in, in TV shows where the geek guy who was just like up to this point, we've seen him use a laptop, which I would hope any living person on this earth could probably accomplish pretty easily mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. record something on a kind of a shitty looking camera from 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, how could he hack a GPS now? <laughs> well, first of all, because he's a full on stalker freak. <laughs> so he got, he's got that, the, the stalker itch to be like, well, I just got to fucking figure out how to track their phones. I just got to do it. I got to call the phone company and tell them that my kid went to a Justin Timberlake concert last night and I, I got to find him. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that's a sh- shout out to Gene doing that to Sam. Um, 
But yeah, it's just super fucking creepy, oh, and they're shit. like, "Hey, bro, I, was, that's I knew that was super... a reference, but I'd forgotten about that. I remember that episode. Okay, it's a reference to the TV show Supernatural. Um, yeah, yeah, I might be familiar with it. Everybody is like creeped out by Brian doing this, but then they're like, "Wait, you're a super hacker. You can super hack anything. Can you hack into like the CCTV at this coffee shop and figure out what these hunks are talking about?" It's uh, it's so dumb, and he does it, which is even dumber. Uh, mm-hmm. And Michael goes in and sets up basically a camera at a table near Sam and Dean to get the audio because they got video, but they want to be able to hear what they're saying. Um, <laughs> the Dean is, has ordered two cheeseburgers and <laughs> Sam is, is I, just like, Sam, let the boy eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, why, why, yeah. why are you picking these battles with Dean? Just let him eat. Like, do you really think nagging him is going to make him change? You're his brother, not his mother is all I'm trying to say. Like, you don't, you don't clear eyes, to, clogged arteries, can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> um, so Sam and Dean sit down and they're figuring out that uh, from the lore that uh, this has to be I a... I love when they talk about lore. I love it. Dude, they must have went to the local church to get all their lore books about this. <laughs> uh, they found they found out it's a pureblood vampire uh, or you know possibly an alpha that uh, can can control the transformation. Uh, so he can he can transfer. Yeah, transform I was a little confused anytime. about this because mm-hmm. if it's within four generations of the alpha werewolf. Then at first I got it like totally backwards, but if if it's within four generations of the alpha werewolf, then they can control themselves. So I guess this this is probably what the fourth generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or is yeah yeah because because Michael is able to control his is whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's got to be right. second or third gen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would if I played Pokemon, I'd make a Pokemon joke right there. Don't they do something with generations? Sure. Something, uh, something evolve yeah, because the one comes out every generation. I don't fucking know. Who, who knows? Um, uh, so the, the our crew here, um, the Harry Potter, Ron, and Hermione are all yeah. uh, basically yeah. reviewing this footage. Michael is extremely freaked out that he's a werewolf. Uh, he's this is not good news for him at all. He's totally freaked out. At one point, uh, Kate asked Brian, "Like, did they say anything else?" And this is my second favorite funny spot in the episode. He said, uh, "Yeah, they just sat there and talked about how they've been apart for like a year. It was kind of weird." And I just, Chris, I just want to be this. What, do you do you think they just argued about it? Do you think they talked about it? I like, know. I don't know. What did they say? How did they? What, what did they just like? get mad at each other like that, that conversation yeah. has to be so good did they get mad at each other or were they ha- being really fucking normal and just catching up and dean's like you're not gonna believe this shit so i'm out there getting chased it's wild i don't know what's gonna happen and sam he's like tell me about, tell me about this, tell me about this chick you, you were dating what's her deal and he's like yeah oh this one time you know you wouldn't believe it we ordered two pepperoni pizzas but they actually brought us three and we ate them all anyway and dean's like oh my god i fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that's the combo that i imagine them having sam pretends to be the guy that originally ordered uh, uh no tomato all left beef from domino's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just robbing stories from tumblr which has been invented yeah. since dean is like away. that's that's from before i went away sam i know you didn't make that up <laughs> stop trying to claim these maymays sam jesus christ i, I, I keep up okay i keep up on my maymays um so brian as the couple kind of argues, because, uh, you know, Michael is kind of freaked out. Kate is kind of freaked out. They um, go into their room and, and start having a conversation. She kind of slams the door. Oh, we so got that- we got to get one line in here, because somebody says, those guys aren't FBI. I'm pretty sure FBI agents don't say awesome that much. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, so they the couple goes to argue while Brian reviews the footage of uh, Brian, that Brian had, or excuse me, Michael, 
Ugh, I can't get these names straight in my head. Uh, Michael getting bitten. So he, he, he finds something on the ground. And then from there, we go immediately to the professor's office from way earlier. Uh, and Brian is setting up a camera in the corner and then confronting the professor and saying, I know what, I know what you are. I know what you did. And uh, it comes out essentially that this professor is a vamp- vampire, Jesus Christ, is a werewolf. Can uh, He's one of these pureblood werewolves. Uh, man, the Harry Potter metaphor is strong with this one. It really works. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really just a shitty Harry Potter story. If you really it really is. I, for, like, literally for a second when I saw her in those very distinct Hufflepuff colors. Like I said, I, I, just, I just recently uh, read all those books. So it's on my mind a lot. I just was like, okay, wait, she's wearing this. Uh, Michael's wearing red. Slytherin boy was wearing green, and then I think at a certain point, Bright was wearing blue, and I was like, are these all supposed to be the fucking Hogwarts houses, or am I just broken in my head? Fucking weird, man. Um, so this dude c- confronts this werewolf professor, Professor Werewolf, as I think he's credited. Professor Werewolf, I believe that's what it says on his yeah, desk. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, and he basically says, like, hey, I'll tell everybody what you did, which is kill a dude, and then bite Michael so that Michael gets in trouble for it, because the professor knows that hunters could come looking because he's he's he, he, he's been around long enough to know this that's like the only competent thing that goes on here this dude who's clearly a pureblood he knows that hunters are a thing that he needs to watch out for he knows that killing people is is bad news it's a good way to get yourself killed and he also knows that a good way to get out of this is to create a new werewolf who can't control himself to take the blame to take the fall for the hunters. I think that that is a, that is a smart werewolf. I like that we have a monster who is on, in one hand is, is very normal. He's a professor. He eats animal hearts and tries to control his urges, but at the same time, he is very calculating and is very willing to throw somebody under the bus for his own survival. Um, we don't get really any substance beyond this from, from this character, but I like that if a monster is going to be around that long, they got to be pretty smart. Yeah, I actually dig this. Like the professor stuff really works for me, and um, because it's the the idea of this guy, like he because he treats eating hearts like an addiction, um, as opposed to people like Brick who treats it like something that they should just do all of the time. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just a lot of heart eating in these two episodes back to back. You know, if we had uh, if we had kept to our normal two episodes per podcast schedule, like we would have been covering these two together, we'd have covered the Brick episode and this one. It would have been kind of a powerhouse of a heart eater. <laughs> it would have been a lot of yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but I like the idea that this guy, you know, has, is restraining himself from doing that, even though the human heart is the is the sweetest meat. Um, and framing this dude to to go down for the hunters for all these guests is really great to me. Like, yeah, that dude, that's that's just like that's good stuff right there. Um, yeah. And this is this is yet again where Brian says, "I'm sick of being piggy. I want to be Ralph the werewolf." <laughs> I think I think that might be the line. Um, Very cool. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think at this point he goes because the, the 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 stuff here is kind of confusing. They, um, Brian shows Michael and Kate a video, um, saying that he fixed their problem and uh, that they he's he has done kind of the opposite. Uh, somehow or another, he fed Sam and Dean some info. So Sam and Dean but burst into this uh this professor's room and we actually see a mm-hmm. fight scene from just one static camera, which was kind of interesting. Like I, I dig. Yeah, that, I that thought ex- this part was cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, but they kill the professor and then notice the camera 
And Brian doesn't seem to think anything wrong with that. Like, see, they killed the werewolf. Like, they're not going to c- keep coming after yeah. us. And they were like... Also, we see Brian has, like, revealed that he's been bit by a werewolf. Yeah, absolutely. Point. Like, he has the bite. When everybody's freaking out, everybody's pissed at him, and he thinks it's all great, because at, then he'll cut to the footage. Sam and he burst into this guy's office. They just, like, drag him across his desk and knock him onto the floor. Um, stab him a couple of times. Stab him a couple of times, and then he gets grabbed, and, and Sam kind of ducks out of the way just in time for Dean to shoot him in the chest with a silver bullet. And it is, I think it's cool seeing it from, from this angle, um, gives us like a new angle really just on the action that the boys are so used to doing and we're so used to seeing them do. Uh, and yeah, the, the professor, he falls to his knees and he says, thank you as he dies. Which is, I, I, again, I kind of, I kind of dig this whole professor plot. Like I wish we'd gotten mm-hmm. th- this professor and this kind of story in a non gimmick episode. Yeah. Um, because I, I would have, I would have dug more of this. I would have dug hearing Sam and Dean talk about like kind of the ethics of <laughs> werewolf capitalism, right, essentially. Yeah, Because yeah. um, the dude was obviously a bad guy. He was a werewolf, and he ate, ate humans occasionally, even if he tried not to. But like it was, it's probably in that gray area. So I know that there'd be quite a few uh, arguments and conversations between Sam and Dean about this. So um, seeing this, Michael kind of starts freaking out. Uh, realizing that these two hunters have seen that they have killed the professor and now they're probably coming for them because yeah he they found the camera that was the last thing uh what's his name geek boy reveals himself to be a werewolf and then there's a fight at some point he grabs uh kate and like they what's his name michael kind of grabs him they they stumble around and then it comes up and michael has been stabbed he's he's got a yeah. knife in the chest whoops Whoops, uh, Brian just continues to be awful and the worst. Yes. Uh, and then he starts attacking Kate. He really just like goes after her and Dear, she's already in the been middle bit. in the middle of professing his love to her, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, good job. Extremely cool move, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but has yeah. she she's been bit at this point, right? Um I can't yeah, remember. She, she gets bit at some point. Yeah, Brian yeah. bites her because Thank he's you, like, we're going to be fucking yeah. werewolf lovers forever. All right, uh, Twilight over here. Not going to happen, buddy. Um, and she kills him. Yes. It fucking owns because he really deserved it. God, and she just she just shreds this dude, too. This is the reason that all of the blood was on the walls originally when Sam and Dean came in at the beginning of the episode. Um, she just shreds this dude, and it's so fucking satisfying. I think it's like... As Michael dies, he says, I love you. Um, and it's like, you feel, you, in that moment, I did feel bad for them. Um, and then Brian tries to say he loves her at a different point. It's just like, fuck you, Brian, you suck. Brian sucks. Yeah. Um, so she shreds him, and then she picks up the camera and puts it on the desk, and she sits down in this just kill room with two dead bodies. And uh, proceeds to edit this video that, you know, Sam and Dean are watching and the framing narrative. And uh, at the end of it, puts in this whole montage about what they would were going to be in five years. Uh, and then she films herself staring into the, the, the camera on the laptop and says, you know, all I'm asking for is that you just give me a chance. None of this was supposed to happen. None of this was we didn't mean to do any of this. Um, and then at that point, the screen goes black. And then the next scene is Sam and Dean kind of like what the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> what is this? Uh, which I kind of feel like too, Sam and Dean, so don't feel bad. Uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, Sam says, hey, we should probably, she's probably got like half a day on us. We should track her down. And then Dean says like, hey, maybe we should give her a shot. Yeah. And Sam. So I was trying to unpack this because it sounded yeah. like Sam was saying it in like a leading way. Like I'm saying what 
what we should do, right, Dean? But like, neither of us want to do that, right? Yeah. She's got. We go. Should go track her down, and then that's when it sort of prompts Dean to say no, because it feels like this is the situation where Dean has to make the call because you know, hypocrite Dean is just like, well, it's a monster. I got to kill it, but it's a monster, so I'm not going to kill it. I got to give it a chance. Um, just the constant back and forth with whether or not he thinks it's okay to be a monster. Um, but it has to be. I guess it has to be Dean's decision whether or not they go to pursue her. And he says, no, let's let's give her a chance. And Sam seems a bit surprised, but he agrees to it. Yeah, this is um, I, I, I don't I don't get this at all because Sam immediately goes along with it. And he goes along with it in a way that um, it, he's kind of like he, he knows that he got something for free. He's like, OK, well, let's go. Let's get to this. Just mm-hmm. get rid of this. Um, I don't understand why they gave this woman a shot. Like, I know she's a quote-unquote innocent Maybe team. because they watched, it's supposed to be like the boys were affected by this film that they just watched. And, it, you know, it, it made them feel for these characters rather than just like, sorry, it's the job. But now, oh, we've watched this, this watched a piece of your life. And so we just, they're going to give her a shot because why not? I just, but, I mean, especially everything, I, I, I agree with you. I think that's what the writers are going for. I don't think that they, they they get there at all i don't think that any of this stuff is earned at the end um the like the the only thing we really know about kate at the end of this is that she's you know she obviously likes cameras she likes she likes she loves filming her whole life and Mm -hmm. also she kind of wants to be a lawyer maybe in something green i don't you know she doesn't really have any like real motivation or plans (laughs) um so what what do we know about her that would inspire Sam and more importantly inspire Dean to to just let this werewolf loose? Because yeah. season eight Dean up until this episode has been kind of like on a mission to kill all monsters. Uh, season seven Dean was very similar. Like they killed the the Kitsuji. That's not right. The Kitsune. Kitsune. Um, I mean, she, he he just murdered her, and that was Sam's friend. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing here is that the chick did not kill anyone, and maybe that's the thing that gets her off her in Dean's yeah. eyes. But at the same time, she did murder another werewolf, so mm, yeah. she's obviously got they, a propensity for seem, this. I mean, they can't. They I don't even want to say like Dean the characters, the writers. The writers contradict yes. how Dean is supposed to act all the time. I will say that. In this season, we know he came out of purgatory with Benny, with a vampire, who we haven't seen anything from since, but that's something to note, that Dean teamed up with a monster and seemed like things worked out for him. Maybe just after living in purgatory for a year, he feels almost akin to these creatures, despite his overwhelming urges to kill them. I don't know. Um, it's I want to say that it's complicated and not just that it's contradictory or bad writing. Um, but it's it's complicated. <laughs> it, it, it is. It feels like the all of this was in service for the last shot of the show, um, which is um, Dean and Sam leaving. Dean asking, "Do I really say awesome a lot?" Which is a good funny. Line. I will say okay. So I will say there's there's one affecting scene that Jensen gives us here, and it's him when he goes, "Sam, do I really say awesome a lot?" Um, and then he looks up at the pictures that are hanging of all the the teens. And he sees, you know, there's a big picture of Kate sort of in the middle of, of the group. And he looks at that and he says, awesome, very quietly. And I think that he feels in that moment, or Jensen sort of expresses a sadness that, that Dean sort of runs through his head of, 
look at these normal people. We just watch them go from being normal people to having their lives completely flipped upside down. Uh, and when he says awesome looking at the the pictures, you could feel that he was a little bit sad. And if you want to apply that to his reasoning why he's going to let her go, give her a chance, then I guess I can buy that because Jensen was able to sell just that saying awesome in a, in a sad way. That's how I interpreted it. It um, That that worked for me. Then he puts her iPod back on and that love song that we've sort of been hearing throughout, it starts to play. Yeah, the song that was playing when um, Michael and uh, Kate met. Yes. Um, it comes up at some point in the episode. I think around the time that Brian is, you know, creepily filming them kiss. Um, <laughs> and the last scene of this episode is uh, Kate walking off into the literal sunset over some railroad tracks um, and like getting out of uh, an eighteen wheeler that she obviously just hitched a ride from uh, and just walking away. Um, I feel like I, I just. I, <laughs> I, I I feel like the only reason they left her alive was for this like kind of what could she do kind of kind of situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she comes back in. I didn't actually look up to see if she comes back she in does. the show. She does. Okay, cool. Um, that's actually, I literally only know that from the outtakes because there's an outtake of her like drooling all over herself by accident, and then nice. like the next take is Jared doing that too. <laughs> good, good, good. Thank you, thank you both for that. We really literally, appreciate literally it. the only thing that I know. <laughs> Oh yeah, she comes back in season ten. Cool. Um, I uh, I feel like they just did this so they could like leave this kind of indie music uh, love song. Like, what is she going to do next? Thing. I have a real hard time believing uh, Kate, the college student, is just going to pack up her bindle and get on the fucking yeah. hobo train across America and try to not be a werewolf. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. Uh, there's so much about this episode that stretches stretches anything like any i just i can't it wasn't an episode of supernatural man like i I hate to say mm-hmm. that like i don't want to be the the harbiter of what is and what isn't a supernatural episode but it felt like they were so excited about the gimmick of this um that they they forgot to actually make it the show right right um i think ghost facers works where this fails because ghost facers still feels like an episode of supernatural even though it's told through someone's perspective we still get like a ghost lore and like all this it's just it works they save the people they hunt the thing but here sam and dean they just like they kill a thing and then sort of stumble upon the rest and sam and dean are supernatural you know obviously we have all our the rest of our great you know supporting cast and all that stuff but sam and dean are supernatural that's what every episode revolves around is is what they're doing and and their friends so when they're just sort of not part of it it doesn't really work yeah it's not like we were getting a side episode about bobby or about castiel like somebody we care about it's just a side episode about some soon-to-be werewolves so and i I really i really want to see um sam and dean through the eyes like we we have talked about that quite a bit on the show like i love it when they show us the the, the sides of our characters that we don't get in a you know a normal quote-unquote supernatural episode uh i needed more of that in this episode like the 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 way that the gimmick was around these three kids who i didn't really like any of them I, it, it, by the end i kind of liked michael like michael seemed like a pretty legit dude he was, yeah. just, a, he was just a dumb kid um like he felt like he was well on his way for being a like to being a dumb hunk like right like mm-hmm. that's that dude mm-hmm. um but the rest of them i didn't really care about and you know they weren't really developed very well as characters so the fact that the show was a pretty much about this for 210 of its 220 minute runtime was really <laughs> really frustrating to me uh and yeah, like it's coming back to back with this and the last episode, which I also thought was kind of a stinker. And then having the first two episodes be of season eight be amazing. 
I'm in a weird place with Supernatural right now. Like I, yeah, I was very much uh, when we watched season eight, episode one. When I watched that, like I immediately watched season eight, episode two. I ended up watching that episode twice because uh, we 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 had a little break in recording time. But I'm I, I just I wanted to watch it. I was excited about Supernatural, and I haven't looked to see what the next episode is. But I, man, I hope it's a good one. <laughs> like I hope they say the word Castiel at some point. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping that yet, yeah, since it's been too too off, that we'll at least get one back on or one that gets a little bit closer to home. Um, we'll we'll see. I mean, you know, I'd like a good Monster of the Week episode, but like this didn't this didn't work for me. Maybe I don't remember if it did the first time around. Um, I liked found footage horror movies back then a lot uh, when this first aired, and I was excited about getting to this episode when we started season eight, I didn't realize how soon it was coming up. Um, so I'm surprised at how disappointed I was with it. Yeah. Um, I remember, in, uh, I actually remember liking this episode a lot more. Yeah. I think, um, I think if you're, if you're just kind of in it for a, a supernatural good time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think this episode mm-hmm. would probably work, uh, having to think about this stuff a little bit more deeply because of the podcast, uh, makes it less good and sometimes sure, sometimes yeah. like these episodes really they don't hold up to that kind of scrutiny I, I remember at the time i was like well like that wasn't exactly what i wanted but it was okay and I, like the gimmick was cool like i you know they used found footage but i think yeah. in the six years between you know now and then I, i've gotten way over any of my interest in found footage movies so. mm-hmm. definitely um any last thoughts no, um, I'm looking forward to to the next episode. Hopefully, it will be a refreshing return to form. Yeah, me too. Uh, I looked it up, and Dean takes the personal day is a good teaser for that one. Okay, well, <laughs> so this should be fun. I can't wait to see what, what uh, Sam has to say about Dean taking a vacation day. Like, <laughs> are you turning that into HR? What are you doing? <laughs> do, you, yeah. do, do you have to go visit John's grave to get approval from that? Uh. Uh, anyway, um, thank you everybody for listening. Um, hopefully, even though this episode wasn't great, hopefully the uh, the episode of the podcast you, we, you still enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Um, if you want to chat with the podcast M- at MOTWcast on Twitter, if you feel like we made any mistakes, um, you can go to monsterthweek.cool slash contact. Um, it doesn't have to be mistakes. You can just also tell us good things on that on that contact yeah, form. Um, if you really like this episode, let us know. It, you know, just because this is this is our opinion, and if people find things that they really enjoy about this episode in particular, I think I would actually like to hear that. Yeah, same. Um, so do that. Um, if you want to hit me on Twitter, I am at JG Greer. Chris, where are you at nowadays? I am at Local Bones on Twitter. Uh, come talk to both of us about Supernatural or anything else. Um, I'm actually gonna gonna plug something. Um, I have something new coming out soon. So uh, yes. if if you like me and uh, you like, um, well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it all the way. But just watch at JG Greer for uh, for some for a new project coming soon. That's not technically Monster of the Week related, but it, it's close to home. So you, I think you guys <laughs> like it. Um, thank you as always to our patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, you guys let us do cool stuff like make cowboy bebop podcast and uh, Witcher book club podcast and all that stuff is super great. And uh, we'll be back next week with more monster of the week. for the, the listeners I, I, you know I, I slept on it too long and then it was, it was too late it was too late that's, that's, that's a bummer
they're gonna be really hearts they're heartbroken if they don't get their curse okay goodbye, goodbye everybody no, goodbye no i'm not i'm not editing that into it farewell <laughs> nope 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 take a hike i thought that was good i thought we did well that was good yeah we really turned it around it's a man it, um I, I even wrote this in my notes at some point uh like it's just hard to talk about found footage movies it's like and then a guy like filmed himself moving through a, a forest for some reason <laughs> like it's just yeah. really dumb <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh boy uh, this is 87, right? Yeah, this is 87. Damn. I know it's been a long time, so I figured I'd hit you all with a reading from the supernatural novel Nevermore. Remember when Bobby told us that Meg was pos- a possessed human? Sam said. Dean nodded as he filled the pot with cold water. (laughs) He had only thought of Meg as a demon. The writing of this is so hard to read. (laughs) He had only thought of Meg as a demon, presuming that she had simply taken on the form of a cute blonde. Relax, Dean. Sam, still clutching his cup of coffee, said, I'll never forget the look on Bobby's face when he told us that. And he said, Can't you tell? He couldn't believe that we couldn't recognize the signs. What's that got to do with Dad, Sam? Dean asked pouring the water into the coffee maker though he had a guess that was something dad could have taught us but he didn't he didn't tell us about other hunters he didn't tell us about the roadhouse (sighs) well okay comics confirm that's not true he didn't tell us about vampires until we actually met some he didn't tell us about goofer dust sure he taught us the basics (laughs) he taught us how to fight and defend ourselves but that was it Most of the lore I know, I learned on my own. Sam loves lore, we know that. And for all that we fought about it, I think Dad was glad I was at Stanford. Dean had moved to the freezer, and those words stopped him dead in his tracks. What? You don't just get a free ride at Stanford, Dean, or anywhere else. You gotta fill out a ton of forms. An apparent or legal guardian has to sign most of them, especially the financial aid ones. This shocked Dean. You mean Dad actually signed off on all that? At first, yeah. He bitched and moaned about it, but he signed. Everything. What Sam doesn't realize is that John was also responsible for everything that happened at Smamford. This is literally just fueling the fires of our fan fiction. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna leave it off there. Hello? Hello. Classic podcast recording. I pop into the server to talk to you, and obviously we can't hear each other, so. Uh, Hello. Art thou there? Hello. Hey there. Hey. Oh, I'm a sweaty boy right now. I've only been in this room for about one minute. You think you're going to make it the the 90 or 120 we'll need to talk about this incredibly detailed episode today? You know what freaking happened is Grandma snuck in here and closed all the GD windows. Fucking Grandma Moser at it again. At it again. Grandma, leave these windows open. It's okay. How about oh. you hop off my podcast, Stu? Seriously. Just put a just put like a keycard entry door in there. <laughs> I always put a sign up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please keep out. Private business. No girls Get allowed. Get the frick out. I'm talking about hunks. <laughs> I know that wasn't allowed back in your day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how are you, Chris Moser? I'm okay. I'm sweaty, but I'm all right. Are you uh, feeling better than you were feeling this morning? (laughs) Yes, thankfully. Oh, man, I can't drink anymore. (laughs)
you're, you're done, huh? This- <laughs> I just suck at it. Like, when I was younger, man, I'd be like, well, there's a hockey game on tonight. I don't even watch hockey, but I guess I better go to the bar and have eight beers and a couple shots and then go to work in the morning. And now I had four beers and I was like, please, somebody just build my coffin already because I just need to go to sleep. <laughs> I feel that, man. I had um more than four beers last night. And, um, Hell yeah, you did. Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> I woke up feeling incredibly poorly this morning. And, um, yeah, just, just, just having a good time, man. I, I saw that you were drinking some espresso. You just texted me that. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad always gets uh, espresso martinis. Oh, yeah. I do if you've had one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, homeboy Gary, he gets lit up on those because <laughs> uh, it's a downer and martinis. an upper at the same time he's like yeah my dad's like have you guys ever heard of cocaine because i think this is what that's like it's um yeah uh, and then he gets violently ill every time and i always have to hear about it and i'm like well what do you you had 11 espresso martinis 11? you're 65 years old Jesus like what do you think Curry? is gonna happen calm down <laughs> he likes to have fun damn that's a lot that's a lot of martinis it's a lot of espresso like there's i think there's a full shot of espresso in there Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. It's more caffeine that I get in the morning with my coffee. Yeah, I woke up, uh, not woke up, I came home from work today and just like laid on the couch and was sitting there playing No Man's Sky until uh, until just now. And I was like, I could just fall asleep with this controller in my hands. Yeah. Well, good for you. I've already provided you with a few minutes of outtakes. And... Oh. Uh, this episode is gonna be short, I feel like. We always think that they're going to be short, and then they never yes, are. We're always wrong. Ten out of ten times, we're wrong. <laughs> we always call this and like, oh, we don't have much to talk about this episode. 45 minutes of detail about a two-minute conversation between Sam and Dean. We can't help ourselves. That's ridiculous. I guess that's why we're doing a Supernatural podcast. Tell me about your, uh, your vacay. Oh, it was good, um... We ran into a couple snares here and there, but we made the most of it. Obviously, going up there, we had plans. We're going to stop in this, um, uh, there's like a shopping area. It's like an outlet mall, mm-hmm. but like they always have huge discounts there. So every time that Justin and I go up, we'll stop and like do a little bit of shopping, buy some new shorts for the vacay, you know, do some cool stuff like that. Um, maybe buy a hoodie, maybe a little sweatshirt if it gets cold on those main nights, you know? Um, but we were running late and we didn't want to miss our check in time. Um, we were running late because traffic ended up being really bad, which is probably my fault for not planning. Either way, we got there and we're like, okay, it's a little after three. It was like 3.30. We had just checked in and we're, we're pretty hungry. So we're thinking we need to head into town, which is like a five minute drive. But every other time that we have stayed in Maine, we've always been really close to the little you know town square area where everything is. So it would be a five minute walk. <laughs> um, so we set out walking and then soon realized that it was a 35 minute walk to the restaurant that we were headed to which is probably not that bad for some people but for jess and i we were we were not really feeling it yeah in the end (laughs) in the end we we did enjoy the walk it was good to move around we went in i got a bomb ass steak it was great Um, we walked along the beach all that kind of like vacation stuff um and then we headed back, so this was this, we were only there for two days, so we headed back to the hotel, and we figured, we'll regroup, figure out what we're going to do next, and uh, we're looking at the TV, nothing's on, we're like, let's download a movie for later, and we were trying to figure out like what to rent on her iPad, because that's all we had, and um, we decided to rent uh, Fantastic Beasts, because we hadn't seen that, 
Oh yeah. That's and so obviously good. I was on my um Harry Potter trip and all that. She hadn't seen it, so yeah, we rented that. We're like, okay, cool, we'll watch this in a little while. Uh and we started to stream it, realized the Wi Fi wasn't good enough for that, so we started to download it and it took 16 hours to download. So night one, we did not watch that movie. Yeah, no uh, shit. Jesus. But because it was taking so long to download, I happened to just like look out the window at some point and I realized I was like, it's still like really early. What are we doing? It was like 7.30 and these are the pictures that I posted of like the completely pink sky. And I was like, holy shit, we like need to go outside and like be on the beach because there's a like gorgeous sunset over the ocean right now. What are we doing trying to download a movie on your iPad? Um so it was just a lot of that, a lot of walking on the beach, a lot of taking pictures of pretty things. We had planned to go to the zoo on Saturday, but it poured all day long, so we mostly just ate and drank. Um, did a lot of did a lot of both of those things, and that was kind of it. That was that was our vacation: was eating, drinking, walking around, looking at the ocean, and it was perfectly relaxing. That sounds really great. Like that sounds yeah. like a like a really great vacation. And then Sunday when we came home, we were going to stay there, but it was pouring rain again. So we we're like, all right, there's nothing really to do. Um, and we decided, like, we didn't really spend a lot of money, so let's just, like, go back home and do a little bit of extra shopping. Hell uh, yeah. So we just, like, bought some shit that we wanted. <laughs> Got that new, uh, getting new video games, getting new video game consoles, you get an Xbox See, One, 4K. I haven't even played Pro. any, I haven't done any freaking gaming since before the last time we recorded. Oh, boy. Chris. Let me tell yeah. you about my Saturday. Let's hear it. Um... We have new puppies. We have a new, yeah, a new puppy, do. and um, she's really good about sleeping in the bed. Uh, so she she curls right up with Autumn, and as soon as she like manages to calm down, she she goes to sleep, and then. Uh, but the other two, and she'll stay asleep all night. The other two decide to wake up at like four in the morning, mm-hmm. and there was a point in my life where I could handle like two dogs. I could get up, and I could feed them, and I could take them outside, and I could kind of manage to stay not awake during that process you know what i'm saying like so i could just lay <laughs> yeah. i could just immediately like yeah. go to bed like i wouldn't turn on lights or, or i would just like open it up and like put dog food in a dark restroom um just trying to make sure i could go back to sleep with three dogs that is impossible especially with the littlest ones because she's so excitable uh so mm-hmm. i just decided to stay up from about four thirty on uh and play no man's sky <clears throat> autumn oh, left yeah. for um this like horse um it's kind of like a clinic, I guess you would call it. Okay. They were doing, uh, this local guy does a bunch of, um, I call it like horse stunts, uh, but it's teaching you how to control your horse and how to, um, not necessarily how to control your horse, but like, you know, listening to your horse and figuring out how to do, make it do things and stuff. Uh, so you do, you know, she was walking Beasley up, uh, like picture a seesaw, like a very wide seesaw that okay, a horse yeah. could walk on. So they would step on it and it would like pop up and the horse was supposed to walk across it where, you know, it does the thing. And I, you know, doing stuff like that and doing stuff like go through like a, some twirling noodles and, you know, like pool noodles and stuff like that. So she Hell left Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So she was there from, uh, I think she left the house around six 30 cause she had to drive to the barn, hook up the trailer to the truck, load up easily, drive to the place, do that all day and then come home. So I don't think she made it home until like five. Uh, and I played No Man's Sky for that entire day. <laughs> I did not for a solid do, twelve hours <laughs> for a solid twelve hours. I did nothing but play No Man's Sky. <laughs> like that was just. And, I haven't done that in what feels like a very, very long right. time. I don't know if it's, it's. Um, I think it might be some like kind of weird 
I don't feel like I'm depressed or anything. Like I've, I've, work has been a lot more stressful and mm-hmm. some other things have been a little stressful. So I th- feel like my body is telling me like, hey, you don't need to worry about responsibility right now. This is the best thing for you. And so I'm just trying to listen to There are times when that. you like allow yourself to just sink into that stuff. Because even as somebody who like kind of, I, I, I procrastinate on stuff I have to do. I push stuff out of the way all the time. We'll just be like, oh, I'm going to just play video games. Or I used to do that more. Um there are those times when you just like lose yourself completely in a game like that. And it, for me, it doesn't happen very often at all. I can't remember the last time it did. The one that comes to mind the most is Christmas Day of, must have been 2017 or 20, I don't even know, 2016. Who freaking knows at this point when I was playing Stardew Valley and I played for a solid eight hours on Christmas Day because I was hungover and I just was like, I have nothing to do and nothing matters. I'm just going <laughs> to allow myself to have this. And I went from like summer in Stardew Valley to winter in Stardew Valley in that one sitting. And it was a beautiful feeling. I don't know. I, I must have done it since then. But it's, I personally think it's a really good feeling when you were just like, you're in a good enough or the right brain space to just sink into a game like that. And it's, it's, there's something really um, refreshing about because there was definitely stuff I could have doing. Like I, I had a podcast to edit. Um, I just, but I, I didn't really feel like doing it. I could wait, so I just didn't. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you know, we had some some boxes that I probably needed to burn, or you know, go and I could go clean something or clean out the garage or whatever. But it was just, it was so kind of relaxing just to be like, I don't. None of that stuff is urgent. Like nobody, Autumn doesn't care if it gets done. Like she's not asking me to do anything. Right. I don't particularly care if it gets done today. So let me just <laughs> sit here and not not worry about it. And like a couple of times I felt like a little bit like a slug, <laughs> like when I would, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was getting up and uh, making my second cup of coffee at yeah. 11. You get up and your back hurts even though yeah. you like moved all day. <laughs> uh, it was like 9.30 and uh, I was getting up and like leaving my like several hour session of No Man's Sky to make a coffee and look at my phone at No Man's Sky threads on something awful forums, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> doing stuff like that. But, uh, but man, I got a great spaceship that I'm super excited about. Uh, it, the wings fold up, which is like hell yeah, dope. hell yeah. Uh, I sent that. I, I sent that to Patty because Patty is he's not as bad as me. Um, but he is he is into the game just as much as I am. And so I sent him that, that, and he was like, "Oh my god, I must have this." And I was like, "I know." That's what I said too. <laughs> yeah. Um. But man, the I, I just can't talk enough about how much that game has has changed so dramatically since launch, and it's man, it's so much easier to to do stuff in now. Uh, like they mm-hmm. just once you kind of figure out the the systems and i'm not even like i'm not really doing freighter missions because there's like that whole little like part of the game that i don't really care about um and like there's just so many different ways to make money and it all seems to kind of feed back into you because before when the game launched it was really difficult to make money um until the very end game like you you could you could set up some like crafting stuff to do stuff but they really it was really hard to make money Mm-hmm. Um, in this, I'm just walking around and like, I just looked at today and I was like, I just spent 13 million units on that ship, like with the cool wings. And now I'm already back up to like 16 million. And I didn't even like, I'm not actively trying to make money. Like I'm just scanning You're stuff. in the loop. Yeah. Like it just works. And I'm not even doing, <clears throat> they created this like crazy crafting kind of menu. Um, I'll see if I can text you the picture. It's kind of insane. Uh, the where, more I keep reading, like you guys all talking about it, the more I want to play, and the more I'm f- afraid to play. <laughs> yeah, because once it gets once it gets your it's your once it gets its hooks into you, it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's kind of vicious. Um, Especially like a game go- that has a cycle like that of like upgrading and new things and new systems. And I know this probably sounds silly, but The Sims 
has a, an aspect of that. Yeah, I can where see that. Definitely. you set several different goals, or, or there are several different things that you can sort of like. I'm going to run the route of uh, my character's career and their fitness and their reading skill or their writing skill, while also uh, slowly building out a, a new dining room. And you kind of set these little goals for yourself, or I'm going to work on these relationships each day, and you have a schedule for your sim. And the hook lasts for, for quite a while. The sims, for me, after a while, it always dies out. And then the funnest thing you can do is start a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like No Man's Sky is really, really pushing with the way that it knew it uh, the way that the new version of it is seems like it just keeps pushing that like sort of addictive part of of your brain that just wants more of it yeah because every time i hit a new system um that's you know one to four planets i'm making about a mil or a mil and a half on each planet just from scanning things um i bought out all of the blueprints so uh at this point i'm just kind of conserving resources so that i can uh eventually build like a crazy cool base uh but yeah, like they've the the, t- the picture I just sent you is like their their crafting menu. So I'm trying to find all of those recipes to combine all oh, of that shit. stuff, so that eventually oh, you go shit. all the way to the right and you get that thing that you can um, sell for 18 million units a pop. Oh my god! And I've got oh like god. I've been playing for so long. I've got like some of that middle stuff. I just don't have the recipes to grind it down into the higher value stuff. Holy shit! <laughs> but you're talking about setting like goals and everything, uh, like part of saturday was i'm gonna like your suit has 48 slots but you have to unlock them so i was like i'm gonna go unlock all my slots which are basically like finding a new space station and buying a new slide and then i realized oh you can also do that with tech slots and you can do that with um cargo slots and all this other stuff so like i was doing that and then you know gathering blueprints for bases that was one of my big goals and now i've bought out all of the blueprints the very last (laughs) thing that you buy is a um I i swear to god i cannot wait to do this uh it's a speed boost pad for the cars that you get. Um, and they, they give you that and a, and a speed ramp. So like so sh- you could do like sweet jumps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, I don't like, it's not, they've got a uh, race. They got constructible items where you can do a race start point and a race finish point. So uh, I'm hoping that I can find a cool planet and I'm just going to build a crazy, awesome, uh, Fuck yeah. race, race track. And then just ha- have people come over and just be like, all right, let's go racing. They might fucking rules. In my exo vehicles. It'll be great. Um, so yeah, it. all kinds of weird ass little goals you can play. I've been talking uh, about this game for too long. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I'm going to play it when we stop recording. <laughs> That's what you said last time too. I know. And then I didn't play any more video games. Uh, maybe I'll just play some video games though. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We should record this though. We should probably get into this. I have to sneeze the sneeze that shit out, boy. Whoa, Jesus! Oh, <clears throat> that's a powerful sneeze. Yeah, Autumn hates the way that I sneeze. She says it's too loud. I sneeze really loud too. Oh well, I um, I had a tab open with Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I clicked on like the, uh, you know, your memories are like one year ago or whatever. Uh, eight years ago, up and about to chow down on some greasy breakfast to combat the hangover from last night. <laughs> 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 Whoops. History repeats itself. 